Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. I'm not going to overreact to the first game of the season. Let's talk Devils and Islanders. Let's talk Penguins and Rangers. But let's not talk about Flyers because they're a bunch of fucks. Which no one can deny. Which no one can deny. Episode 43, Friends and Rivals podcast coming at you. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. With me as always are... Steven Wojtwitz, and I'm happy to announce that I am the new alternate captain for the Rangers. Bill Fougere, I have also been named an alternate captain for the New York Rangers. Nick Larita, uh, the only official alternate captain for the New York Rangers. Wow. How did you guys get alternate captains? I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, they're, they're I'm the Ranger fan. Like lemon drops over there. I'm the Ranger fan. I didn't get an A, I didn't get an a on my jersey, goddammit. But we no, the do, only one. Well, I know. But we do come on the, on the podcast tonight with breaking news. The Golden Knights mascot wears fucking braces. Can you believe that? He wears braces. Now, the Golden Knights mascot is named Chance. He is a Gila monster. I, I mean, I don't understand, first off, why they didn't just use a knight to uh, be the mascot. Read, I actually have an answer on that. Yeah, okay, go ahead. They felt that this right. monster, they could make more child-friendly. Yeah. Well, I found out actually why he wears braces. Because it's so kids will not be ashamed to get braces. No, it wasn't your forgery of the wiki uh, page that you sent me yesterday, but it's that the Golden Knights have teamed with Truman Orthodontics in Henderson, Nevada. And that has stemmed into chance getting braces. Wow. Wow. I wonder how much they had to pay for that. Probably, I, I'm. It doesn't say in the in the old article, uh, but the multi-year partnership between the Golden Knights and Truman Orthodontics includes both digital and print assets signage at official team venues, including City National Arena and Lifeguard Arena, and activations at Toshiba Plaza on the days of home games. Oh my god. You think they're Shout just out, out there? Truman you think they're just the... out there putting braces on fans before the game? Yeah, that's that. They just have a stand out front. Some people, they... some people get their face painted. These kids are getting braces. <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. But that was uh, I saw the opening of the uh, Golden Knights and the Seattle Kraken game last night, and it it just caught my eye that the fucking foam mascot had braces, and I was really curious as to why he had braces. Perfect teeth, though. So I wonder how long he's had them on. Uh, yeah, I mean, I see in the old in the old pictures that he does that he no, he had perfect teeth last year. So I'm I'm not sure why he needed them to begin with. Hmm. Not sure why. Think he, maybe they start the headgear when he goes to bed. Maybe yeah, maybe he wasn't wearing his retainer. So I, never get, get, he, I never had braces, so I don't know. They, who Bill, you had you had to have had braces, didn't you? Oh yeah, and it, with and that it went gigantic so well. mullet and your gigantic glasses. <laughs> Did you have it all at the same time? No, the braces came off before high school, and I didn't have long hair before that. So, oh, God, that would have been the best. Sorry to disappoint you that my my nerdness knew limits. I'm so sorry, <laughs> Tom. Well, listen, you're gonna get if, top bill in here, buddy, because you know what? Your Scranton Penguins came. Wait, and hang on, hang on. Night. I got a question for everybody. I got a question for everybody. Oh. If we get ruined my intro, a dentist to sponsor the podcast, would you get braces? Uh, are we getting for free? Yeah, for uh, free. I guess. I mean, my bottom teeth are all fucked up again. I had braces. Sure. Yeah, worse. You wait. You had braces, then your teeth got worse. My bottom teeth. They. they moved. Yeah, he had his, his the jewelry. braces on his legs, though. They were. Yeah, yeah. Those <laughs> braces were on my legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Broke right through those. No, yeah, yeah, they move it and get older. So I don't really, I don't know. Interesting. I'm not sure when you see them. Mm. Okay, go on with your. Why, is there a dentist? Is there a dentist interested, or more specifically, an orthodontist interested in sponsoring us? Because we actually couldn't get braces no. from a dentist. No, they only clean your teeth. Thanks, technical fucking Bill. Jesus, talk Christ. about literal man. Oh, oh, I'm bringing it God. today. After after I was mansplained about uh, odds makers, I got to bring it today. Well, listen, well, your, your Wilkes-Barre Penguins came and spoiled the party last night down in Tampa. Congratulations. Uh, yes and no. It was mostly guys from Scranton, not, not so much Wilkes-Barre. But, uh, but, yeah, they sure did. They went down to Tampa and 
they kicked some heiny in the Ooh, opening heiny. game. Do you guys do you guys know? Do you, any of you know who won the last two Stanley Cups? Um, Tampa Bay Wilkes Bear Admirals. <laughs> it's Tampa Bay Lightning. I heard somebody whisper it. You have to be more confident in your answers. Yes, it was the Tampa Bay Lightning, and and uh, and the Penguins just kicked the shit out of them on their banner raising night. And so uh, I I think they're uh, clearly they're the best team in hockey now. And clearly they take that that title. Um, and and they don't even have Crosby, Malkin. Um, and Gensel in the lineup uh, yesterday. Yeah, and Dumoulin last Matt night. They were missing half their goddamn team last night, Bill. Matheson was out. Yeah, they, they, they were missing what? five five regulars. Was it Matheson? I said Dumoulin. Yeah, du- Dumoulin did play. Matheson, yeah, Matheson's that. the guy that was out. That's a perennial right. Norris Trophy candidate. Matheson. Oh, yeah. heard, heard Benny the Jets name a lot last night. He did. And, and all of them played well. I mean, I, look, I, I – Give the Penguins full credit for getting showing up uh, prepared. Uh, they definitely had game plan. They definitely executed it. They were running circles around Tampa. At the same time, being a little more realistic and backing backing you know backing up on, on my claim that they're the best team in the NHL, which was a little bit sarcastic. Uh, man, Tampa to to show up with that effort. I mean, you can't deny they were sleepwalking in that game. No, I mean the Penguins missing. Crosby and Malkin and Gensel and, and Matheson, all those guys out of the lineup should not outclass any team in the NHL by the margin that they outclassed uh, Tampa yesterday. I mean, they shouldn't beat up on the Sabres like that with the lineup that they were bringing to the rink yesterday. So uh, that was a big trap what game, happened there. You think for the uh, Lightning last night, big trap game, missing half the team, lots going on down in Tampa with the banner raising and everything. They they yeah, they, I, they yeah. honestly thought they probably could have sleptwalked through that game. Well, they sure tried to. I you know I kind of thought back to like what they what they have done was kind of I mean it's obviously unprecedented because of the consequences of the the COVID shutdown and then they went through two Stanley Cup runs in the course of twelve months then a short off season. I mean maybe they're maybe they're just mentally drained and it's only one game. I mean they can come back next game and look like Tampa again and obviously they got Vasilevsky who's the best goaltender in the world I I think. Um, you know, it, very it, underrated. That could just be a blip. Could be a blip. <laughs> could be a right, blip. Very underrated. In a, in, a, in a real hurry. Pazileski, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so look, the turning point in the game for me last night. They're, they're opening faceoff. No, actually, it's in the third period. Look, Tampa's down three nothing. They pull their goalie. Six minutes left. They get a goal with the with the goalie pulled. Yeah. And then they put the, the, the regular lineup back on. Then they pull the goalie again, and you, you just knew Pittsburgh was going to hit the empty net at that point. Um, if they didn't, I mean, Tampa scored a couple minutes later. Could have been 3-2 at that point and been a, a more even game. But I, I think they, they overplayed their hand with pulling their goaltender later in the third period, trying to get that advantage, uh, that man advantage on the, uh, on the ice. thought that was kind of the turning point in the game there. With all the advanced statics and stats in the game today, I wonder if there's a stat that shows it's worth it to do that. I don't recall it ever really working out when a team was down by multiple goals to pull your goalie that early in the game. Well, I think, you know, it, uh, it didn't work out, obviously. I mean, the Penguins scored three times with the empty net, but I thinking what maybe Cooper was thinking is that they, they were so dead in the water at even strength through that whole game. I mean, time was running out for them to try anything. Um, I, I think it was kind of a desperation move. And Yeah, I get the I get the first one, but then maybe leave the goalie in there for a little while and see how your team plays. See if that sparked the team. Yeah, see if they picked up some momentum uh, when they scored. Yeah, that's yeah but I was going to go along with what Bill said, too, is that, you know, Cooper's trying to light a, a spark under them and get them the man advantage. They were really shitty five on five last night. And any spark to, to get them going would have been good. And I thought that goal, um, pulling the goaltender with six minutes, uh, under six minutes left, would have, would have done it. But they, again, I think he overplayed his hand, pulling the, pulling the goaltender again and not giving the team an opportunity to respond. But who am I? I'm just an expert in front of a microphone talking about hockey. I'm not a two-time Stanley Cup coach. So I don't know. With you a fresh new contract. With a, yeah, with a brand new contract. And what about Gretz? It's you and Wayne Gretzky tonight. You're both the experts behind the mic. You're, you're in his company now. Well, I mean, 
Was I never in Wayne's company? I mean, that's why I would like to think I was always in Wayne's company for sure. Yes, you, you sure. certainly do. So congratulations to the uh, Scranton Wilkes-Barre Penguins last night for their Woo-hoo! monumental victory down in Tampa. They go on to play uh, Florida now, right? They, uh, that tomorrow night or is that Saturday? Florida Panthers tomorrow night. They are, I believe they are expecting Gensel to return. Uh, Matheson, not as sure. Um, yeah, but uh, one, one more guy will be back. It'll, it'll be a help. Fucking every time you say Gensel, I hear... I hear the witch and Bugs Bunny with the Hansel and Gretel. Gansel? Gansel? When they're talking about Hansel? Hansel? I don't know. I always hear you that. You want me to say brain. it that way from now on? It, I mean, that would be great. That would be, I mean, I, it's in Gensel? my brain. That's the way I hear it anyway. Hansel? Are they getting anybody else back? For tomorrow, I don't think so. Definitely not Crosby. Uh, or, well, not you know, definite. Don't say definite. It was it was doubtful he was going to play on this trip, and more likely uh, in the in the eight game homestand when they get back yeah. that he will. Play. Well, he did make the trip though, which was interesting uh, enough. It makes you it makes you wonder a little bit. But uh, yeah, I, I I would have a hard time believing he'll be be back for for tomorrow. But well, the know. undefeated Penguins first place. First place. <laughs> Just stop the count, right? That's what you want to say. Stop the count, and we'll just we'll just go into the if playoffs. The season ended right today. Now, right? <laughs> Everybody would say. <laughs> well, uh, again, sticking in the metro, you know, a, the soap opera that just keeps making your stomach turn is the New York Rangers. Um, and you thought they had everything figured out with Vitaly Kratsov. Um, you know, two Here's years ago. Here's the new Pavel Buchnevich. Well, he doesn't make the big club two years ago. Kako does. I think he felt a little disrespected. Uh, he gets sent down to Hartford, has a, uh, a not-so-great time down there and asked to get out of it and go back to uh, the KHL, which he does do. Uh, last year with the COVID stuff, he stayed in the KHL and played over there. Uh, the Rangers granted him permission to do that, along with a, a bunch of other guys uh, that were, weren't going to make the roster anyway. At the end of the KHL season, he came over, played the last 20 games of the NHL regular season. You thought, okay, Kratzoff is going to be an, a, a, a perennial, you know, top six, top nine NHL forward next season. All was going well in training camp until he gets hurt against the Islanders, I believe. He got hurt. Uh, one of those games. And uh, he had to come out of that game. He, had a, he sat for a couple more. And uh, played the last game against the Islanders, scored a goal in the power play. Very nice uh, one-time feed off of Ryan Strom. And then he gets demoted again. At the Doesn't make the opening night roster and feels jaded. And now he has requested a trade from the New York Rangers. And very interesting, uh, and Steve, I credit you because you sent this over, um, the report from Darren Drager, was that he has no problems playing in the nhl for another fucking team i I mean really and doesn't have an an issue with signing a one-year deal off of his entry-level contract all of a sudden he's a fucking he can do anything he wants to he'll do anything he, he can do to play for another team as the rangers were so bad to him so i like vitaly kratzoff there's a lot of upside to him what he's going to bring back in a trade uh, is uh, remains to be seen if they can work one out. And what if they don't work one out? He's still the Rangers property until he's 27 years old. What's he going to do? And, the, and no the, thought is they, the thought is they want a top six for him. Correct. Somebody who wasn't even going to play in their top six. <laughs> right. Somebody, someone mentioned someone who didn't even make their top 12. Yeah. They want a top six for him. But look, he's still young. He still has a lot of upside and potential. Um, so is he worth the top six? I think so. Would you deal him within the division? Depends on the return. If I'm getting an agitator that play on the on the third line, an, another one, I, that's probably the only reason why I would take a third line player. Um, but, I mean, who's the return? Miles Wood. So the Rangers are the third youngest team in the league uh, with their opening roster, and they're the heaviest team in the league. Miles Wood would would certainly make them heavier. I'd have to really think heavy. about that. Do you mean really? like weight? Yeah, weight-wise. Why is that a stat? 
There's like the, I, a bunch I, of like uh, fat uh, anything uh, that can make the Rangers. Anything that can make the Rangers number one. There's a stat for it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you should know that already. Listen, in in the eternal NES game ice hockey, you never go all fat guys. You have to mix it up. You would at least you one skinny guy, one fat guy, one skinny guy, and two medium guys. Three on three. There's only three guys. I thought there was four guys. No, you three sure? guys. And a sumo wrestler in net. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My my strategy was always all fast, all skinny guys. Oh really? Just try try not to get hit by the. You get that one fat guy. He just runs you over every single time. Yeah, it, it was hard to stop him. You had to like steal puck. He's bounced off but... him a lot. <laughs> yeah. Bill, were you that fat guy? This conversation is making me feel vaguely bad about myself. I think, <laughs> so the Rangers, the Rangers opened up tonight in in Washington. Um, it's not and, over yet. And and look, I, I was surprised that Georgiev was in net. Uh, apparently, goaltenders can't play two nights in a row anymore. Is that like pitchers not going seven innings anymore? Not going eight innings? This is these are pitchers on a pitch count now. These goaltenders first on a two goal games count? of the season. I don't know why you couldn't go both uh, after after not playing the final game week. of the preseason and being off for more than a week. Come on, this is Washington. This is the divisional game. They're playing Dallas next game. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it unless they're trying to increase Georgiev's trade value, which he's not doing tonight, guys. I got to tell you that. So in the game, the Rangers hitters came out and were hitting. And they were hitting early and they were hitting often. And everybody was hitting. But their goal scorers, they stayed in the locker room. They had their opportunities and they, they couldn't cash in. They had, a, they had an early power play that looked pretty good. Uh, but after that, Vanacek's been really, really good in net for, for Washington. And uh, look, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to overreact to the first game of the season. Um, like I'm sure Billy's not going to overreact to the first game of the season, um, even in, in the, in the opposite direction. But uh, look, the, the Rangers, completed their mission they look like a really really tough team to play against uh except when you're on the power play because at the power play you're going to score at will against them apparently so hopefully that changes and our offense picks up and once that does we'll see what we have but right now being a tougher team to play against seems like mission was accomplished there to me anyway so far it's only two periods of the first game of the of the season um so let's see how uh how we go for the stretch of games was i shocked that kratzoff got sent down but you know what the islander game showed me that last preseason game is that the rangers roster could be versatile when they need to play fast with teams they can insert those players like gochier and kratzoff was supposed to be uh and play fast against those guys when they need when they need heavy guys on the back end on uh, defensemen in games against Washington, games against Boston, games against the Islanders. You can put Tenorti and, and Nemeth together on the as the third pair, although Tenorti hasn't shown me jack shit tonight. Um, you can get those guys to be a very heavy uh, team with a lot of with a lot of hitting going on. So I like the versatility in the lineup. Um, I just got to see what they're going to stick with as their as their go to lineup as we move forward. I got it. I got to think against Dallas, you're going to see a Gauthier. You're going to see a Nils Lundqvist um, get in there. Uh, so I want to, I want to see how the, how the team, how the roster kind of kind of lays itself out there, but I like the versatility of their roster right now. As long as you've got the cap space to be able to carry those, you know, extra players that are going to be scratched, you might as well take advantage of it and give yourself the flexibility to do that, to have two different lines. 8.3 million dollars in opening night cap space for the new york rangers which is only going to grow as we get closer to the trade deadline um because well not having kratz off they don't have to worry about that bonus so you don't have to worry about the carryover for next year if they trade them which is a good thing they only have to worry about uh morgan Barron's um bonuses going into to carry over for next year so as soon as they trade kratz off they'll actually save a little bit more in cap space so it's a good thing just depends on what the return is. It's definitely going to be interesting to watch that situation. Yeah, I it 
I hope it's done quickly. I hope this is not dragged out like another fucking Eichel situation or anything else like that. I hope it's done quickly. Well, it can't be an Eichel situation because no one knows the fuck this guy is. I don't know why you ever got to be so mean about that. <laughs> I mean, people know who he is, Bill. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he hasn't proven anything yet, though, is what I'm saying. He you are 100% correct. In his career. He has what? How many points does he have? Uh, not a lot. I thought it was like two and two. Uh, it might be that in like 20 some odd games. Yeah. It's, it's not a lot. Yeah, but so you're right. He Redeem's hasn't proven Zahorna. jack shit. Who? Redeem Zahorna. Where's that guy from? The Czech Republic. I, I, this is so weird. I feel like I feel like somehow you asked me this. Is there the anybody else famous from the town he's from? Uh, no. Uh, Neil Morse played there once. But... Oh, right. right. Neil Morse. Heaven. Yeah. They recorded a, a, a DVD there, actually. Yeah. So I'm going to give you, we don't really have the Devils and Islanders on the, the agenda for tonight. Um, but I'll give you guys the opportunity to talk about them if you want to want to grab a couple minutes and talk about them. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, yeah, I, I'll briefly go through a few things. I didn't really watch the, the last preseason game, to be honest. Um, was uh, not not around to do that, but uh, I caught some of the the just like you know highlights and stuff. Um, but I don't really put too much stock in preseason, regardless, especially when the Rangers didn't have a full full team. I also had pretty much everybody in that they were going to have uh, Matt Martin's going to and um, and uh, Rolamov are both going to be on IR to start the year. Um, both come back from from just injuries, um, and so Rush Johnson and uh, Corey Schneider starting the season on the team with uh, in those spots. Uh, we saw that same lineup uh, obviously on Saturday. Tomorrow I'll start out their season down here in Carolina. And uh, outside of that, we just had a couple minor deals. Uh, Eric Gustafson had a pretty nice camp, but it looks like uh, it sounds like Lou tried to make a couple moves to try and keep him, um, but was unable to make anything happen. And so let let him out of his uh, PTO. Um, And then the rest of the guys that were expected to be signed, all signed for one-year deals, minimum, league minimum. Um, Michael Cole passed through waivers. Uh, he was the only guy I thought might get picked up. Um, Kiefer Bellows did not have to go through waivers. They he signed a one-way deal, um, and basically, good thing. I think he would have been picked up. Uh, he's a guy that they seem that Barry seems to like enough to keep. Um, that I think uh, Lou didn't didn't move, look to move him, or maybe he didn't. Just moves didn't happen. But uh, Golshev uh, is going to be down in the AHL. Um, He's the overager that we, we talked about forward from Russia. Um, looks like he could potentially move up at some point with, you know, injuries. There's a lot of, we have like so many player forwards, it feels like extra forwards that I don't see how guys are going to get any time unless injuries happen throughout the season. So um, Did it'll Gustafson be for, sign anywhere else yet. Uh, I didn't see him signing anywhere I don't, else. Yeah. I don't remember seeing his name out there. Uh, I didn't, didn't sign with the uh, $800. Oh, 800, no, Chicago. $800,000. I'm sorry. He went back to oh, Chicago. Okay. I, I completely forgot about this. Yeah. He, uh, okay. he did go, he did get signed like the next, like that right after that happened, I guess Chicago, you know, he's familiar with them. He played there and they must've had a spot for him. Um, but uh, anyway, so that was, uh, that's pretty much the aisles. I mean, like the, the season starts tomorrow. It's kind of like everything's been kind of small and at this point this week and lab's finally ready to go, but I've talked my year off, you guys are off about the same fucking guys playing. So I don't see any more point to that and we'll wait till next week to really discuss over to you, Steven. So uh, thanks for saving the best for last. Uh, and by that, I mean, OV scoring another power play goal. Um the only thing that's concerning me right now is the four injuries that they have going into the first game. Um, Smith, Severson, Wood, and Blackwood. Um, Blackwood's got a heel injury on top of his ongoing COVID saga. Um, and again, they're very tight-lipped about what the other three injuries are and if these guys are going to be available to play opening night. They're on IR, but they could be taken off IR before the game and, and in Smith and Severson, you're talking the middle pairing defensive unit. 
So that's a that's a pretty big hit. You know, that's obviously one third of the defense down, and you're going to have unproven talent in the lineup. So that's really the big thing that's worrying me going into Friday. I'm really looking forward to being at a wedding and not being able to watch the opening game. Congratulations, somebody. Plans a wedding. I, I was sensing I was night. sensing a little sarcasm in your voice there. Who plans a wedding for opening night? Fucking Philadelphia people, that's who. You know why? Fuck the they want to play the goal song at their wedding. Fuck the Flyers. Oh, the Flyers. yeah, we will keep track of that. I forgot the research. <laughs> that goal song, you know when that goal song is going to play? After the reception when they're back in the honeymoon suite because that's the only scoring that's going to happen in Philly. Ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the, the long-weighted uh, time for ESPN to pick hockey back up actually happened last night. And uh, ESPN got the uh, the rights back as long with, uh, along with TNT, who, is, uh, who has tonight's doubleheader. What did you guys think of uh, ESPN's broadcast? I'm going to go out on a limb here. Uh-oh. Be and careful. say don't cut the don't don't cut another branch and almost fall out of the tree and cut yourself to pieces like you already did. Ouch. Um I could give a flying fuck about ESPN having hockey back. I really could care less. I I I despise ESPN. They're self-serving. Um I just don't feel like they bring anything new to the table. We, I stopped you don't, you don't think you don't think they did they did pretty well with their coverage last night? No, I really don't. We we discussed last night the the audio issues for the first five minutes of both of the games. In both games, yeah, both games. That there was too quiet on the announcers and too loud of the the crowd. Um, I again the the special camera that they have, I don't think is that special. I don't think it adds anything. And uh, it was, you know, a nice, it was nice to hear some of those voices again, but outside of that, who cares? It was a nice different perspective. It, what was that it special e- camera? Yeah, yeah. like the weird kind of angle in the in the corners or in the side, you know, on the ends. Yeah. Um, it, you think they use like a special lens? Like it, it almost felt like almost concave, where it's like it kind of it, it looks strange. Probably a, yeah, it's probably a shorter focal lens camera. Okay. And it's probably a more compact sensor, so it makes everything look a little bit smaller. And it, yeah, and it was not good to, to watch on a on a phone. I on a phone, right? No, Which is yeah, a, I did. Casey's practice. I was I was following the game on my uh, on my on my dumb phone, and uh, shit it was was not fun when they went to that camera angle. He's got I, a dumb I had phone. it. I, so funny. <laughs> I had it here on my man. <laughs> I had it here on my my computer screen, and it was. Something you could tell something looks weird. Something not that it's a bad angle. It just looked different, like almost like the picture I have, like right right now. It's sort of like makes my room look really kind of small. Um, I don't know why not that you, they decided Bill. to go at that angle. But uh, did they show off any other angles? That because they said there were something like five different angles. They were gonna or new new things, but I don't, I saw that one. That was However, that was the only one I saw. Yeah, yeah, that was the only one I I, I did okay. see. I was wondering if they would do like an overhead. And kind of look like, like almost like you know, in like the NFL, they have that that one view, the one camera that kind of sky goes over, it skies over on the zip line, basically. You know, it's kind of a neat kind of um, looking down at the at the, the ice. I think yeah, that'd be kind of a neat thing during play. There's a power play, but Steve and I were talking about that. But isn't that the same camera that they use that's always like behind the play? Yeah, there's but never a threat that the ball though. is going to be thrown at the camera. Right, or the puck will hit the camera. No, it's too high up. It wouldn't matter. It would be like it would be going out of play anyway. The chances that are super low. They would just pause it and have a real. And that's just it, though. In order to get a camera that small, that it can be mounted and and moved around like that, it couldn't be that far from the ice. Yeah, but if you you have to do it, maybe you attach to the um. The line maybe have to be attached to the the, the the jumbotron or like just be able just to go right underneath it because you know how those are pretty low. I've seen pucks fly, you know, high enough to hit the scoreboard. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying that's how like low it probably have to be though to get like that 
that view maybe, but I don't know. Maybe they could do one that's just like directly over and doesn't be stationary. Just gives you that view of the whole. You know, like yeah. in, that, in that view, in that glass, like that that new view they used, it's the camera's still moving. It's not like it's static. I think maybe that's what was screwing me up is it kind of felt like it was still trying to like track the play. Yeah. And then the puck, the puck was really tiny, like in that view, which really made it like normally like the puck's tiny, but this was like it felt like smaller, which like even is hard harder to, to see. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe there's just perspective. I don't know what it was, but it, it was kind of a strange thing. But if you had like static, it'd be a little maybe a little easier to track the puck because you're not then having to like your brain's not having to like also notice the screen move as you go. Which, if you, you know, watch hockey that way, you, you, when you're watching in, uh, you know, television, you could kind of, they do that all the time. They're kind of panning in all the time. But if you're like at a game, you're just, you're sitting there, you're not moving. Yeah. You're, you know, it's a different kind of view, and it kind of gives you, um, for me, it's like a little easier to kind of like track everything that's going on in the whole, you know, play, not just like the pieces that are happening, like right where your your eyes are focusing on, because so much shit's going on, because you're all, you're you're moving. Players moving and the screens moving, whereas if there's just the players moving, you have a little bit more of the ability it's to kind of pick to, up a little. It's easier to focus. Just the little things that are happening around the play, that not just like the specific piece, like not where the yeah. puck is. But if you ever try to watch things that are happening around it, it's a little harder to do. I feel like watching the moving the moving screen. But again, I still feel like the the benefit of ESPN would be if they did a broadcast where, you know, regular ESPN has the game. ESPN two has a focus on this player or, you know, something the like that. Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> but you're, you're not going to get that until maybe the, if anything, at the, to the playoffs. Well then that, but that's, you know, that's supposed to be the appeal of ESPN is the variety of channels that they have, that they can do these other things on other channels. Well, you'd be able to do it online with ESPN Plus. I mean, that's something. I don't you know. That's to... what I'm saying. Well, we're gonna have to find out. It was something you were able to do on NHL TV, uh, and 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 get different perspectives from camera. I really did like. like I did like one thing I liked was that ESPN Plus's app is far superior to the NHL TV app, and I had and I thought that not only the quality was better in just moving from screen to screen and things, but um, it worked really well. Um, I don't know if you guys watched three SPM plus, but that was in, it was noticeably better what it, from what I could tell. Um, I have real TV, and, so I don't have to. And they didn't run the same stupid fucking commercial a hundred times during the same <laughs> broadcast. Oh my God. Which oh. is nauseating. I need just, to try it first. Like that stupid fucking Coke with no sugar commercial. Oh my, I need delicious. to try it first. I want to kill somebody. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. You can go kill yourself. Ugh. That's why I'm so. trying to drink it so that I don't kill myself. Well, is it good? It's delicious. I don't know. I need to try it first. It's the nectar of the gods. What is it's it? It's tasty. All right. What so, is it, Steve? So you, you had time to... What is it? It's the nectar of the gods. It's Coke it's, Zero, no it's, sugar. It's Coke with no sugar. Oh, just Coke Zero? Oh, I thought it was something special, Coke Zero. No, no, it's not Coke Zero, Nick. It's Coke with no sugar. Coke Zero Sugar. Yeah. That's like the not worst. You want Coke. sugar in your Coke, I thought. No, it's you might want to think. So what you what did did, did anybody catch the uh, the old the pregame on, on TNT? Did you like it? Any, any good? Charles Barkley, huh? In net uh, against Wayne Gretzky. Did, did Wayne score? The uh the, the next Gretzky against Charles Barkley. The next pregame show that entertains me will be the first one. That's so there's point. there's never been a pregame in the history no. of pregames no. that has entertained. Just get you to the fucking just little. get to the fucking game. I don't need to hear Mark Messier. I don't need to hear Chris Chelios. I don't need to hear Anson Carter. I don't need to hear Wayne Gretzky. Get me here, to the here. game. I agree 100%. They're not adding anything. I I kind of disagree. I think you should have something. It's, you know, what at the stadium, like build, like build the, it's not for us. We're not the audience, but like the younger kids, the younger, younger audiences, you know, they want to eat up that kind of like, Hey, there's the, these guys are here in the stadium doing this show and you can like, you know, do little funny things behind them and, they can interact with the people as they like, they can, inter- they can interview people as they come in, you know? 
do all sorts so of shit. So last night, matter. maybe, but there was nobody in Tampa that was doing that. Well, yeah. So the ESPN the reason I says I go to turn on the, the game right uh, yesterday. The game nothing started at seven o'clock on the the app. It was like I couldn't even start the the show the the channel basically, because you know you don't you don't um, you can go to like the live like channels, but like there was nothing on. There was no pregame that I could get to. So I had to wait till 7.30, then the apps, like that channel started or whatever, you know, the, to watch the game. So I didn't see anything. And it was kind of a missed opportunity, I felt like. There was no kind of like lead-in. Like normally if you go on the NHL app, it'd be like the half hour before you get that kind of pregame show. Just listen. It's, it's yeah. mindless crap a lot of times, which is fine. I just wanted to put it on and like I had, because it, it was, I was early and I wanted to put something on. There's nothing. It was kind of like, well, it sucks. Like I have to wait till 7.30. Yeah, it's, Nick, it's a there was a six. Thing. Wait, there was a six-minute special narrated by Justin Bieber on the ESPN Hockey Music. That's what you missed. Yeah, I uh, I did catch that later, but do, that was but, pretty. Uh... Do, do, do I need to see that? Just I want to <laughs> see the hockey game. Show me the fucking hockey game. Well, yeah, you're such a bad. you're such a Bieber fan that I thought you'd be interested in seeing. Look, I am as a much as a believer as the next guy. But just get me to the game. I don't. I didn't. I didn't get that reference. That's he. They're believers. Justin Bieber's fans are called believers. Just like, just like at seven o'clock, I don't need to hear Ken Danico. Hey, there you go, buddy. I'm on a delay. A, fuck face. Thanks a lot. To go for the Rangers. No, that's not playing. I'm, I'm, on a, I'm on a fucking delay. Jerk off. Chris Kreider uh, scored that one. Spoiler alert: Steve is back. Oh my god! You're new the season. Worst human alive. That was a pretty good goal. Little three goals too late, but you know. oh, look at that! I still got him nice passing. Team. I still got him passing around. Yep. Good shot pass right there. Strom back to Fox. Wow. Over to Panarin. Back to Fox in the middle. Over to Stromy. Uh, what a deflection! Wow! Yeah. What a goal good by Kreider. Pass. Power play. Good I'm shot still, pass. On Fox that one. got it. Fox to Strom. I'm still. Oh, there it is. So just to continue my <laughs> point, when seven o'clock hits. I don't need to hear Matt Laughlin and Ken Danico talk for another 10 minutes after watching a half hour pregame show before that. Nobody needs to hear Matt Laughlin talk. Period. <laughs> okay. Period. Choose insert insert announcer names here. Start the game at seven o'clock. Don't start the game at 710 or 715 because the announcers now need to do their pregame and just repeat shit that was said ad nauseum for a half hour already this is all like every sport i don't know what where you're going with this one like i it, don't need it they, I'm they just don't saying, need foot, to exist no, football is not unique to hockey. footballs is the worst I, and again i'm not worst. saying it it's yeah. specific to hockey i'm saying all pregame shows could go away and nobody would miss anything i don't know it's more for the casual audience than it is for us clearly because that's what I, why they continually talk about the same bullshit. It's so when you catch, you come in, you might catch one part of that, you know, discussion. So they say it 17 times, so you'll catch at least one point during that time. It doesn't matter what they say; it's just it's just to fill air, dead air, and keep you on. I would love to know the casual out. fan that's sitting through 45 minutes of entertainment before the game starts. I don't think they're actually standing the whole time. I think it's just they might listen to it, hear one thing leave the game on and watch yeah. when it comes on. Even it's like guys you, who you are know. betting on football, even guys who are looking for fantasy tips and all that stuff aren't watching the fucking pregame. They're on their phones. Everything yes. that's you don't go to a pregame show for late breaking news. Okay. They're gonna spend well. they're gonna spend a half hour on Sunday talking about John Gruden. Oh my god! And that story is going to be five days old by the time they do their pregame show. You're getting a, only <laughs> whole, only a half hour. Show. That's the whole pregame show. What are you talking about? <laughs> that's everything they're talking about right now. Oh my god! By the way, uh, they they edit they the Monday Night Football game. Did you guys hear this? That Sidney Crosby interview was going to happen during that uh, interview. No, 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 that that uh, I guess uh, halftime. Uh, show while it was going on, they were to have like a six minute or something interview with yeah. Crosby as a lead in to the uh, ESPN back on the NHL. And because of the Gruden story, 
that got scrapped. They didn't show it. They just they talked about Gruden the whole time, which is understandable. It's their own sport, massive story that it was so you know so large. It's like being talked about in outside of the U.S. because yeah. of just how uh, all of the implications that come with you know the emails and all the bad shit that comes through with it. You know how how Gruden is looks like a complete complete asshole uh bigot and racist and uh yeah a lot of shit especially when he works for a team that is predominantly black i mean that's pretty bad uh to be you know from the emails that seemingly are endless to coming out from this thing so uh, yeah pretty big story and it makes a lot of sense but man did that fuck the nhl a little bit yeah because that like it's like all this momentum they try to build up not was a lot of momentum but you know obviously like Justin Bieber. Right, no, it's a big intro. spot. That's a big spotlight to have but that that's interview. That's a big spot. Yeah, exactly. That's where like movies go, right? They put like, uh, you know, uh, what was it, like the episodes one of the episodes seven or eight? They did some. That's, yeah, you know, that's a big. That's a big commercial spot. Commercial spot for that, right? So uh, same thing. It kind of, it, it's interesting to see. I think this year is like kind of like more how they're going to experiment and figure shit out. Clearly, on the fly, a lot of it. And then I can't wait know, for the glowing the puck. Go. Did you guys? Is it was there is a show too? Did you guys watch the show at all? There's some NHL show. What from the point? It's at like three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the point. It's the The point, point. right? Just the point. Take out the the. Yeah. That's gonna be the interesting thing. So I'll watch. I'll watch something like that. Yeah, that's fair. At three (laughs) o'clock, I'll watch maybe a little bit of NHL Network in between five and six. But when it's time for the game, just get me to the fucking game. I think we can all agree with Steve. Honest to God. So with with a a renewed season and a brand new season and a longer season, thankfully, we can get back to um, regular debating season. the schedule. Regular season. Not a longer season. Well, it's a longer season than what we had in the past couple. So when we get back to the regular normal season, that more gooder. Um, we can now talk mm-hmm. about the schedule again. We they, the NHL messed thing or mixed things up a few years back. Is it a few years back or is this now like ten mm. years ago? Um, to where that um, they put a lot of divisional games in there and you played your divisional opponent like eight times, um, and you played the other conferences a little less. Are you guys of the adage of play your division guys eight times, or are you looking to play every team? home and away at least once what's your stance on that it's interesting i think uh i kind of like the aspect of um playing a division more i think it's <laughs> oh nick you're an idiot i'm an idiot how am i no i think no tom's just reacting at ovechkin scoring another goal a fucking yorkiev <laughs> he might he might i was wondering what the hell happened shot <laughs> He might tie Gretzky tonight. I, I don't understand <laughs> how he's still in the goddamn net. Wow. Put Reeves in net and he'll be better. Tom, Tom said before that he was going to be cool about this Ranger loss. Oh, I remember that. No, it's not such a big thing. So not, that's not, over that's not his fault, when you see man. something like when you see something like this, though, it is oh, it, you know you're it, it'll drive game. anybody, any fan, batshit crazy. Good that was time. that was on the defenseman there. DeAndre Miller did not get back in time. He was coasting there. Anyway, uh, I like the idea of, of playing the Rangers more. I like the rivalry piece. Uh, what was it? You, I think we still played the divisional teams a little, um, what was you it, four times a year before? Non, non-divisional non in-conference four times, and then you played West Coast one time, either home or away. Right, right. And then they changed it to like six or something in the division. There's, it's a I lot more. I thought it was eight in divisional games. No, they changed that it was... from what it was from eight to what? Now it's six. It's no, the six. Rangers only play the Islanders and Devils four times. Yeah, it's four times this season. It's four times. And oh, they really? Play every, and they play everybody else home and away. Or there might be one or two teams where they don't play on the road or home or something like that. I guess, you know what? I think it's because the divisions are bigger now. Divisions are bigger, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That used to be because it used to be like like six when we had the small, the, the three, division, three divisions in the conference. So. Yeah. Anyway, would you would you rather play the divisional games and maybe play everybody else once? I like the I idea like, of playing four times. Um, so I'd rather see guys, Steve. 
so unlike the three of you who all root for teams that you don't live near, I like being able to see my team play, at, at least have the option to see my team play every other team in the league. I agree with that, though. I mean, I, even though my Penguins are so far away, yeah, um, I, I want I want like every every team to have the opportunity of saying, hey, every year McDavid's going to hit our place. Every year, right. you know, Austin Matthews is going to is going to play in our building, and and I, I think that's cool. Like to to see every team play in every building at least once during each year. I like you, it. You don't and you don't think that's like the All Star Game. Like back in the day in the Major League Baseball, even the NHL All-Star Game, it was awesome to get the All-Stars together because you never saw those guys. With the TV packages and everything else nowadays, and you get to see these players all the time. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of the same thing. I'm saying no, because I get to go see Connor McDavid play the Devils in person. Okay. Not on TV. And that's that's the draw is being able to go see him in person because – I can then follow him when he's out on the ice. I tend to agree with you um, and that I like to schedule where it is to where we play interdivision people, what, four times, and then everybody else, you get to play home on the road. Uh, I mean, that's I would. It's the way I grew up with hockey, and that, that's the way I How many like times? We play the Atlantic teams how many times? So with the, within the division, you play four games versus five opponents, then three games plus two opponents for – 26 total games uh, within conference, non-divisional mm-hmm. games against eight opponents for 24 games and interconferences, two games, 16 opponents for 32 games. I wouldn't mind them backing down the in-conference non-division games to some three times, some two times, and then take those extra games and increase it within the division. Yeah. So you so within your division you have four you, you right because the Rangers only play the Caps three times in the regular right. season this year. So the, so there's another opponent where they play three games against them. So you're saying take the um, the non take games away from non-divisional yeah. ones, kind of slice them up and give them to within the division. Exactly. So it's two games against within the conference non-divisional. You're yeah. only playing two games against those guys. Yeah, that's fine. Some two times, some three times, and then definitely all the guy, all the teams in your own division, you're playing at least you're playing four times. At least four times. Yeah. Well, I I don't know if it'll work evenly out. You still within your division, you're gonna play a team only four times, not five times. That's okay. Right. I, I think that's better. I think that's better. And you know what? Even you base that on the previous year's stats. Let let winning the division count for something else the next season, not only playoff seeding. Here you go. Now you got to play the worst team in your division only five times. You got to play the next best team in your division only four times. So that, that is counting against obviously last year's record. Yeah. 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 No, that, 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 that could work. I think you're, I Steve, I think you're onto something. I think we're really gearing up to have another Steve takeover episode with all the good stuff I've been saying tonight. No, that, that will, that will actually never happen ever, 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 never. Unless we're all mysteriously missing one night and you got to do the podcast by yourself. Yeah. I I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm sick that week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Night, night dentist appointment. Casey's got a travel game in Alaska that I promised him I'd go to. So got to do that sorry bud (laughs) and now it's time for trivia with bill yeah thanks as always for that tremendous intro steve get my trusty card out here actually today's uh trivia um, I've got a series of three questions because I was going through the Ooh. cards and there were three that were kind of closely related to one another. I thought that was really interesting. So, so uh, I, thought right. last I thought last week's question was the last card question. 
No, no. They, you I, lied? I some wow. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm at the bottom of the barrel a little bit, but I, I found three that were kind of related to one it's another. You opened the no, deck. ask three questions instead of one for this stupid fucking thing. Let's as go. As, you're at, as soon as you open the deck, you're at the bottom of the barrel. But go ahead. Jeez. Yeah, guys are so negative. Okay. <laughs> Question number one. <clears throat> three days after the conclusion of Morse Fest 2021, which player scored the very first goal of the 2021-22 NHL season. Jesus Christ, he was raised from the dead three days later. Uh, it was Dan something, right? Dan Hens Hen, Hen, or something? It's not going to uh, work. Hensus? Hen, no, Hensus? it wasn't Hensus. And it was not Gensel. It wasn't Gensel? Gensel? It was, uh, it was that guy who did the thing with the thing, right? What's the question again? Three days after the conclusion of Morse Fest 2021, which player scored the very first goal of the NHL 2021-22 season? Oh. Rob Schneider? They're on the card. I don't think that's uh, on the card. I, I really don't think that's on the card. That's a, I don't there. I don't think it's on the card because how could the card have been printed that quickly? Oh, Danton so Heinen, by the way. You know? Danton Heinen. Very, that's very good. Correct. Okay. Going on to the second question. Don't say Neil Morse. Don't say Neil Morse. The Don't year, and that's no, not going to be, Neil Morse is not in this question. The year that the song Flow was released on Spock's Beard's The Kindness of Strangers album, the Washington Capitals lost in the Stanley Cup finals to which team? Bonus, what was the year? Oh, you got that? It was the Detroit Red Wings, 1998. Bam, yes, yes, Tom got it correct. Um, good. Oh shit! Wrong answer. Wow. Damn it! <laughs> I got so excited. All right, we're chugging along here. So here's the third and final question. Well, look, don't we put our listener Mike, through an Mike hour Portnoy. and a half last week. Don't say Mike Portnoy. It, what do you? I don't know what you're talking about. That's not. That's don't, not the theme of the cartoon. Okay, the third and final question. When the Chicago Blackhawks defeated the Tampa Lightning in 2015, what Neil Morse band song released earlier that year and then played at the final Morse Fest 2021 song was absolutely not played in their locker room after the cup clinching game? And the bonus to this question is what album was it on? Jesus Christ Superstar. Live again from the Grand Experiment. Oh, Nick's got it. Nick nailed it. Suck it, nerds. All right, so obviously Bill texted Nick earlier the answer to the third question, or he researched it. This is you just look it up. Ridiculous! I don't know what you're talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Dude. Everybody knows. Everybody knows the last song of Morse Fest 2021. That, that was first was of all. Band. We could have dragged the segment out even further, like we did last week, and you guys just didn't play along. Second of all, I thought it was perfect. How did how did you, how did you, nobody nobody you shouldn't know that nobody nobody knows that you should know that Nick nobody seven question. people bought that album how, Listen, how did, we, none of those seven Billy, people except for Bill I mean, are on you're this being podcast. generous Steve Billy and I go to the same store for cards obviously I mean you know we get the same trivia and interview questions same place obviously. just happen to be obviously. And now it's time for impressions with Nick. Fucking great, boys. Fucking great. Uh, my clients would like to uh, to, to make a that? statement uh, regarding the allegations that have been thrown around about him beating his wife. That's uh, you know what? Today I would have come on and um, wanted to uh, restatement about about uh, addressing the completely false allegations of uh, hurting. My uh, estranged, soon-to-be uh, kick-to-the-curb wife. Um, the allegations that she's brought against me. Uh, I guess the advice of my legal team, uh, I felt really strongly, but they told me I shouldn't really you know, tell you guys this, but I, I felt it need to come from directly from me to you. Um, and uh, I really look forward to uh, cooperating with the league's investigation and uh, having my name cleared. Looking forward to the upcoming season. Uh, my client would also like to address the allegations that he has been uh, gambling on hockey, including his own games. Uh, you know, I'd like to uh, address this one. Uh, my 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 uh, my legal team has told me they feel strongly about me not talking about this, but I really wanted the public to hear from me what uh, what what's going on. 
I just want to say I've never publicly bet on myself or any teams I've played on in the NHL. Uh, never gambled in my life. Never, never even thought about gambling. Uh, never tried to throw a game. Uh, ten, you know, it, it, uh, it maybe, maybe it might have happened by accident, but never intentionally thrown a game. Um, I've had my best possible career this last year. There's no possible way it would have happened that I would have actually thrown a game or played or gambled or thrown dice or any, I don't even know what dice are of the game of hockey. We never do that to anybody. Uh, you know, and I, I look forward to, you know, cooperating with the league and their investigation and having my name cleared and looking forward to playing the season. I can't even believe this, but uh, we've also got to address these ridiculous uh, allegations uh, that my client faked Faked getting a, a vaccination and used a fake vaccine card. Again, um, you know, against the advice of my legal team, I, I feel strong that I really got to talk about this, um, you know, so the public and the fans can hear directly from me and not uh, around from everyone else, you know, going around against this uh, vaccine. Uh, you know, I, uh, I swear I got my vaccine on uh, my, uncle, uh, my uncle's gravestone. I swear I've never borrowed anybody's card from the team or writing my, my name on it and use my name instead. Uh, it's never happened. I, I swear I've gotten my vaccine and uh, I really look forward to uh, uh, having cooperating with the league's investigation and um, you know, having my name cleared and playing this upcoming season. Okay. I think we're going to finish it up there, guys. I, I got to jump because uh, my other client just sent me an email. Uh, so I got to go talk to my buddy, uh, John Gruden, that, that email had was a, a bit alarming. So I'm taking off. Thanks Bill. So, so do you think Bill fed them the answer so they could do impressions for forty-five minutes? Uh, they, 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 we, they were in cahoots for sure. This, this is they were in. I don't like sure. side texts. No, we got we, a group text going on. There should not be side texts as well. We got a natural flow. That's a, it's, you know. I got a guess though at who this could be: Mackenzie Blackwood. Because of the guess. vaccine thing, right? Solid guess. Mm. Just that. Am I right? Am I right? I'm going with Jimmy the Greek. Jimmy the Greek. Jimmy the Greek. Hmm. So it's not Blackwood, huh? All right. Pete Jimmy Rose. The Greek in the league. Pete Rose. Hmm. Solid. Pete Rose. Going that guy strikes out with Charles. Definitely one of the Black Sox. I'm going to go with uh, Buck Weaver. No? No? Uh, Too obscure. Is it Ray Rice? Ooh, wrong decade. Kane, right? Patrick Kane. Oh, that's almost there. He did, he did have an incident or two. Was it Evander? Was it Evander Holyfield? Also close. Hmm. Did have his ear bitten off at one point. It was Patrick Holyfield. (laughs) Jeremy Roenick. Does Bill know who it is? My client. Of course I know who he is. (laughs) Bill, can I ask you a question? What's the lawyer character that you were playing? Did you come up with a name for your lawyer character? No, not at all. Because I'll tell you. For those of you who can't watch Bill do his impression, he makes the face of a lawyer perfectly. <laughs> the condescending attitude look that you would expect from a lawyer, that's what he had on his face during that entire segment. I worked at a law firm right out of college, yeah. Representing his client, Evander. <laughs> oh, let see who cheated on the game. There you go. Game. Evander Kane, baby. It was a Vander Kane. Took me a little while to get to it. It was a Vander Kane. Man. San Jose Sharks legend, Vander Kane. So topical, too. Man, how did we not get that? I don't know. Oh. Pretty tough. Oh, the game ended. Well, yeah, yeah. That that game ended a long time ago, Nick. Oh, did they they mercy rule them? No. Did it finish on your TV? Second period. More than seven goals, right? That's the mercy rule. It's the universal mercy rule. Like, you know, they did that in uh, Inman. So I assume yeah. that they did in the NHL. Carries over to the NHL. Everyone yeah. knows it. So, yeah. boys, we are going this date in Steve's stomach to the year Ooh. of our Lord, 2007. The year of our Lord? Now, now our marketing department promised that they would spread all the books out last week and post a picture of it. They never tomorrow did morning, that. They even gonna wrote that. it down in their old <laughs> tomorrow morning. They uh, the film went to the lab to get developed, uh, and I should be going to CVS in the morning to pick those pictures up, and uh, we'll post somewhere. It they're morning. they're hanging up in a red room somewhere right now. All right, yeah. uh, ready for this one? It's called a dark room, not a red room, but yes. <laughs> Go to June fifteenth, 
2007. June 15th, 2007. Oh, yeah. Was a Friday. Pumpernickel, nickel. Come on, pumpernickel. <laughs> Again, I skipped breakfast that day. God damn it. Oh, son of a bitch. Why are we picking this healthy days? Oh, Listen, you got a big, all right. I, I just want to throw this out zero. there for everybody. The pumpernickel bagel days, that was lunch. That was not Ooh. a breakfast bagel. I was having that bagel for lunch okay. on June 15th, 2007. For lunch, I had a Marilyn Monroe sandwich, Coca-Cola Classic, and a bag of chips. Where did okay. you go for a Marilyn Monroe sandwich? There was a tiny little deli in Freehold that had all the sandwiches named after actors and actresses. God, and in Marilyn Monroe, Maggio, right? Marilyn Monroe was uh, chicken breast obviously pepperoni and fresh mozzarella fucking delicious we got any fucking pepperoni in here <laughs> dinner was enjoyed with william thomas fougere Ooh. and jennifer carbone Ooh. at famous dave's wow oh, barbecue huh? in a while where we enjoyed the straw onion appetizer and i had a pulled pork sandwich with a coca-cola for dinner very uneventful food day. <sighs> June 15th, 2007 was also supposed to be a Somerset Patriots night, but uh, the fireworks got canceled. Assuming mm. rain out? Damn. Well, the fireworks, I don't know. We, I didn't go to the fireworks in the windup. Whether the game was canceled or not, it is beyond me. Mm. I'm having, I have a feeling that this has something to do with your wife. Has nothing to do with my wife. Ironically enough, the next night was uh, the North Brunswick Youth Sports Festival Carnival. <laughs> that would that that's whole that's pretty funny. But, but uh, no, okay, so it why did not have anything to do? Um, why that, June fifteenth? That day on June fifteenth, the year of our Lord two thousand and seven, was the last time Bob Barker hosted The Price is Right. Wow. And that has been this day in Steve's stomach in the year of our Lord, 20, 2007. How did I hmm. not document that momentous I don't understand how you did I don't that. know. How's he been doing uh, retired these days? Just hanging back. Just and beating up uh, golfers who used to be hockey players. Making sure, to, you know, dogs and cats don't reproduce. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, just, I'm just telling you right now, we might stick in the same month and the same year next week because boy do i have a gem i should have actually used it tonight but I let's do a twofer you want to do a double twofer? header double header. Do can't, can't, all right yeah that's too much food okay <laughs> well i don't know billy we might find the pumpernickel bagel so let's go for it go to june 25th 10 days later why? I mean, you didn't have to shake your head and disappoint. Lunch me was a Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich meal. Wait, you skipped breakfast again? Of course, I skipped breakfast. It's the most important fucking meal of the day. And dinner was sausage, peppers, and onions with ziti. Ooh, did Tina's father make that? Yes, oh, of course. God, the fucking best pepper. He makes the best sausage in the, sausage in the world. Everybody knows that. Holy Jesus Christ! Why June twenty fifth? That is the uh, that is the day of the uh, the famous murder suicide of the Benoit family. Oh, just a damn shame that didn't wow. happen on the nineteenth. Yeah. Uh, damn shame that really, didn't happen on the nineteenth. Otherwise, you would have got your pumpernickel bagel. Nothing wish. happened on the nineteenth. Unfortunately, nothing happened on the sorry. 19th. We had the eighteenth. I completely that forgot about that, man. Uh, that wasn't that wasn't anything. That's right. He killed his wife and killed himself, right? The kids, I think. You want to do a triple header? The kids, I got a good one for the 29th. You might be right, Bill. Should we, no. should we just go through every day at you? No, <laughs> apparently, Steve, that sucks for Steve. What happened on the 29th? Uh, that would be the first iPhone was released for sale in the United States. Twenty two thousand and seven, man. June two thousand seven. Yeah. Good lord. Good lord. I had a buddy. I was working in New York at the time, and a guy that was sitting next to me, he went and bought it that day when the day came out. He was super pumped about it, and we were playing with it. It was like so expensive. You guys remember? It was like it was like 
600 bucks or something. And nobody, nobody paid for phones back then. Nobody did. This was like yeah. way above. I mean, it was cool, but it was super slow. And, you know, it wasn't great yet. It wasn't until the next generation, the 3G came out. And it was like 200 bucks upgrade. You know, you get, you don't have that anymore. But that yeah. was like, and then that was like much better. Um, but the original one was really nice. Like the, the aesthetics of it, it was really like, you know, heavy and weighty. Yeah. It was cool back in the day. And then everything was so light. But yeah, it was, it was such a different thing. That thing, man. Yeah, it's great. Um, talk with Nick. Do you remember the BlackBerry uh, attempt at the touchscreen with uh, the tactile dude, uh, feel on it? It was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the pushback. Yeah, it was pretty it terrible. Was, that was like when they tried to do what they do the like the, the vibe or something that they their version of the, of the iPhone. What was it or the uh, the iPod? Uh, yeah, I forget. The Zoom, Zoom. What, was it the Zoom? It might have been the Microsoft Zoom. Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. Zoom. Zoom is actually really good. Uh, really good, but like the, everything around it was pretty bad in terms of like the you know having to use like the Microsoft software yeah. compared to the app at the right. time. It was but it was, but it was really good though, and people still used it for like years later because it was actually a really good you know device and had a really good uh use management. But that's way back then. Now we just stream everything. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna end now because apparently Billy's deep into writing the uh, the uh, eulogies. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not ready. Not a eulogy, unfortunately, not yet. Um, mm. That I I can't wait till till that final episode of the Friends of Rivals podcast come out with the eulogy written by Bill. Can I just say <laughs> I'm actually looking you, you forward think, to that? You think that I'm gonna outlive the podcast? Are you crazy? <laughs> I would like to personally congratulate the three of you, as well as myself, on starting this podcast in the middle of a pandemic, getting through a shortened season and an off season, and finally having an 82-game schedule to sit back and enjoy. Yeah. Well, listen. It, it's Normally, easy. in a spot like this, I would say, fuck the Flyers. Oh, but tonight, I'm going to say, fuck you three. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Thank you too, Steve. Appreciate it. Fuck you too. I don't, I don't know while. why Nick had to yeah. shit talk Bill last week. I was just while. yeah, that was pretty oh. fucked up. That was pretty fucked up, Nick. Guy uh, gets off I, the phone and you just start talking shit about him. It's just mean. I Good love Lord, all you dude. guys. All right, well, go to Twitter at friends underscore rivals. I looked earlier, there was no reviews. Please go on to iTunes, give us a review, give us a rating. But as it really does help out the show, don't forget to turn on those notifications so you never miss an episode of the Friends and Rivals podcast. Billy, say something, Woody. Uh, well, I may have to resign from the Friends and Rivals podcast. Uh, sorry to wait till now to, to announce that. But uh, investigators have found some of my emails. And uh, really? John Gruden read some of them and was like, holy crap, this guy's fucked up. <laughs> so I... I could have some trouble. We're going to see how this week goes. I want you to know I have every single one of them. <laughs> every one of them. I, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, sing us out.